and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They bitch about day, but so fun. They have each other's bags and they is fine and none. And we're betting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. And the stack stuff is not very, where it always starts. The stack so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. And the stack's very and the Goya is second to none. In Good morning. Welcome to another episode of In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. Um, it is a dreary <clears throat> Thursday here in Milledgeville. I think that today our mood fits the, the weather. I'm in a great mood. No, you're not. I am I'm in a great mood. You just turn it on and off like it's whatever. No, 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 anyway. No, no. You know, that, you know I, I've had a terrible morning, mm-hmm. but I'm still in a great mood. I'm an extremely happy person who's just having a really effed up day. Okay, that's a way. Of, <laughs> that's a way of looking at it. Sure. Uh, you know, when I first got here, uh, my my monitor would not come on. I kept saying it uh, had um, no signal. <clears throat> no signal. But uh, so mm-hmm. I tried to uh, okay. call you on my phone and discovered that while it was all lit up and had time and date on it and everything, I it would not let me call out. So then I tried to connect to my uh, voicemail. That didn't work. And. Um, so that I walked out and tested uh, the phones on Dabney's desk, and they worked fine. Okay. So I went back to mine and went crawling under the uh, the desk. Oh, I'd love to see and, that. Um, <laughs> yeah, both uh, my monitor and the uh, phone were unplugged from that little thing you have sitting on my desk. Um, who unplugged them? I don't know who unplugged them. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, that's just weird. But they were me. unplugged. Um, yeah, that's so just I odd. Plugged the, I found two plugs loose, plugged them both back <laughs> in, and then they began working. Does this make any sense? <clears throat> but uh, by that time, I'd already hit the monitor yeah. uh, at least once. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I picked it up and dropped it, I think, basically. What I had. That didn't, that didn't, that didn't work. Okay. But uh, it, yeah, then that got, got all fixed up. So I'm going to submit my uh, IT bill to the library this afternoon. Good luck in getting paid. So Sue replied uh, on my Facebook post about that and asked, "Could we afford? You, could they afford me?" And I said, "No." But That's true. Yeah. Well, we we certainly can't afford much lately, or definitely coming up, we will not be able to afford much of anything. So yeah, fun times. Oh yeah. So anyway, moving on. I asked Barry today. He asked me if I was before doing the show, and I said, "You know, I don't know, because we're in a, in a stank ass mood." But I guess that's just me now instead of him. But he said that he didn't feel like it. We, that what you never feel like it. So it, it's been a little frustrating, I think. And I, I don't want to turn the show into a woe is us kind of situation. But the fate of libraries in Georgia is is really kind of hanging in a bit of a balance. Um, I know that local funding and state funding are um, changing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, we're having to do a lot more with less, one could argue, um, since our budget really hasn't changed uh, for the better or even really at all the past couple of years, um, and expenses has, um, we really are doing a lot more with less. And it, it scares me because, I mean, I do, I, I value our profession. I like being a librarian, despite the fact that I'm more of a, an HR, you know, the IT type of librarian versus the, the I guess, the more um, traditional sense of being um, the reference. Really like and <laughs> but I do understand the importance of reading. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, it's, it's kind of dismal. And so, yeah, days like this where it's extremely dreary outside and you're dealing with a lot of turmoil financially, it wear it wears on you a bit. Um, you know, I think in the past we've talked about how you one tends to go crazy in um, in certain library shops, and I can see why. Um, you know, yeah. I know in our case we're a single county system. We're in the minority um, within the state, and I, I I value single county systems. I like that. That's what we are. Um, you know, I've never worked in a multi-county system, but just what I know of on the back end, 
that we have to deal with as a single county to then have to multiply it <laughs> by more counties and more boards and more uh, funding issues, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's a kind of stress that, yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely as a whole underpaid for. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to remain optimistic because I still, like I said, I gripe about my job a lot but at the end of the day I still enjoy the things that I do I love working with you and we have staff members awesome. that yeah you are pretty awesome yeah. we have some really great staff members that I've you know grown quite I'm fond of um, but it is kind of scary looking at what's coming um, within the next few months or this month even some changes internally that, that um, has already started to Cause me a great deal of stress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, speaking of another stressful situation. So yesterday I texted you because I finally watched the big episode um, for Game of Thrones, which I thought was the, the final one for the season, but there's one more the Sunday, um, which, um, yeah, the Red Wedding episode. Um, it... <laughs> It has it has changed me. You know, there are things in life or just things that you see that's like, okay, yeah, and that kind of lingers. Watching that episode, uh, and fortunately, you gave me kind of an overview of the characters that would no longer be there. Um, I'll go ahead and say spoiler alert just in case I start babbling about stuff. Um, it was a very draining, emotional episode. It was... Even in knowing what was going to happen, seeing it play out, and it was extremely visual. Um, Didn't they like stab the pregnant woman in the belly multiple yes, times? Or yes, they they stab Rob Stark's wife in the stomach for like they go for her first, yeah. and they stab repeatedly at her belly, and you just see it starting to you know bleed and all of that, and then they shoot arrow spears whatever the big old crossbow type looking thing um through him and he manages to like i guess they miss vital organs or you know for the sake yeah. of television and then they they shoot his mother in the back as well and she I, it um i just i i starts they they just don't come to good ends well certainly not in this episode um well, you know mad. <laughs> yeah, Ned is dead, the father, the patriarch. The wife is now dead. Um, Rob is now dead. His wife is dead, who was pregnant with their child, who they were going to name after the father. Um, the next in line, as far as the, the heir, he's crippled. <laughs> but he has really cool visions and can, you know, do stuff. And then um, I know there's one other son after him who's even younger. Aria, poor thing, has just been trying to find her way home. She gets literally like to the front door of where her mother and her brother are, only to find, you know, to, to have them killed. So she doesn't even get to, you know, reunite with them. Um, her other sister, her older sister, is, you know, married off to Tyrion, um, which, you know, isn't a horrible thing, but I mean, it's just, it is a. It, I've enjoyed the series. I really, really have. But that episode for me was just so wrought with emotion and just, I'm like, the injustices of life. I'm like, in, in those moments, I really thought, okay, wait a second. I don't watch TV generally to feel even worse yeah. about life, you know? And yeah. um, I watched it because it was exciting. I enjoyed it. It pushed the boundaries on things that you, you know, that you normally see on TV. I like period type pieces, but um, this season ends Sunday, and I think I'm gonna stop with it on Sunday because I know you said, "Oh, well, you know, it's dreary from here forward." Yeah, it doesn't it's get like, it doesn't get happier now. So I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to pass. Kenrick still wants to see it because when I said, "Yeah, I'm done," he's like, "What are you talking about?" And you know, I told him I'm not watching it anymore. He's like, "I'm gonna watch it." It's like that is completely fine. You can watch it. I don't have to be around for it. But I am, I think that I am finished with it. I think I've had um, my fill. And I mean, the acting is great. It's, yeah. it's awesome. I just, it was well, I mean, too I much. enjoyed each of the books less than the previous one. I mean, I, to this point, I, I've still read them all. 
I mean, when the last one finally came out after like it seemed like eight years mm-hmm. after the last one, I did read it even though I hated the previous one. Um, but yeah, I, I did not watch any of this season. Right. Although I mean, sometimes I'll flip over there just to see if somebody's naked or something, you know. But um, you know, uh, you know, I, I haven't watched any of this season because I mean, the book I didn't like. Um, see, the first book I really liked, the first season I really liked, and so I was hoping that they would do the True Blood thing where. They are obviously inspired by the books, but if you read the books and you watch the TV show, they're completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I saw that season two of the series was very faithful to the second book with a few changes, Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, see, that does not make me happy, because that means they're going to continue to do all this really sucky stuff they do later in the books. And so I didn't even watch this season, because I didn't like the third book, I didn't want to watch the third season. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it has been um, a lot to take in. Um, You get obviously invested in, in certain characters and storylines and that's part of my issue too with the show this season there are storylines that they treat as if they're lesser storylines but I would think that are the more interesting ones yeah um but no I mean again if you continue to watch the series that's great I just know for me and it wasn't because of oh you know anything that they did necessarily. Um, to ch- ch- change it from the book or anything like that. It was just too much for me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, this types of stuff I, I watch as a, a source of escapism. And I just, it was it was too much. Um, because I, I also, I watched that and the Borgias. And they're both period pieces that, you know, I mean, they, they tout the Borgias, you know, the original crime family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, I think I could, I can handle the Borgias a bit more than the complexity of Game of Thrones and getting involved with so many of these different characters. Yeah. And then when you allow yourself to think about, wait a second, they're, you know, like in the case of the Starks, wow, like the whole family line is about, you know, is, is being slaughtered in some sense. And um, it was, yeah, I mean, if you have not watched it and if you're really curious about that episode, you know, I suggest that you do. It really is very emotional and very just a lot a lot um happens in there um although i it is an episode that i believe um Tyrion is not in that episode like the the lannisters are not really featured in this in that last episode yeah but um yeah i i it it bothered me yesterday i was yesterday i was a day i took off and um, we were watching Kenrick had class in the morning and then when he got back, we were watching, you know, stuff together. I'd watched stuff while he was gone to school, but, um, it, it put a damper on, <laughs> on my day. Um, but it's still a good show. I just won't be watching it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things I, I, I you know, I'm, we went ahead and watched, uh, The Walking Dead through the end of the season, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm going to watch it next season because, I mean, it's just so bleak. And characters, um, you know, nobody's, nobody's, they don't let anybody be a good person on that show. Um, they all become just as disgusting as everybody else. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't need to see that. Really. I, mean, I mean, I think there was a period when I was in high school or in college where I went through the thing that I, so many people do, you know, where, where, you know, you, you enjoy being depressed, you know, and you think dark, serious mm-hmm. stuff is... You know, it's just the bee's knees. And, yep. um, you know, you like listening to depressing music and you wear a lot of black and, you know, you do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but at some point, you know, you grow up and, you know, you either, you know, choose to be a happy person or else you commit suicide. And, um, you know, I made the decision to be a happy person. So uh, I enjoy a lot of things that are escapist entertainment. <clears throat> I like seeing, I don't mind seeing uh, terrible things happen, but I like to see the people who do terrible things have terrible things happen to them. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to see uh, a sense of karma. I like to see, you know, so in the end, it may be a long, dark, terrible path to get there, but in the end, there's a relatively satisfying and or happy ending. And uh, that's not going to happen with Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. even though George R. R. Martin's not finished writing it. First of all, I think he's going to die before he finishes writing it, because okay. he's already freaking old and he's fat, <laughs> and he takes, you know, eight years now to write each book. He's not going to finish it. He's gonna, It's going to end just like... The Robert Jordan stuff. All these people invested, you know, like 10 
thousand page books in that Wheel of Time series and then you drop dead. And you know, no. <laughs> but no, I mean, I agree with you in that it's certainly when you become an adult, it's almost like there's enough in life to stress you out or to put you yeah. in a state of, you know, like, oh, the world sucks kind of thing. But yeah, I don't want to invest additional time to watch something that almost seems like it is written specifically for that purpose of just reminding you of, you know, life can be really hard and, and sometimes, you know, really bad stuff happen to people all the time. Um, yeah, it was just, it was hard for me to with Game of Thrones. And yeah, I'm like, and that's exactly it. I, I don't expect for it to be flowery the entire time, except, you know, I'm like, yeah, I understand, I accept that bad things do happen, because, I mean, they do, but to, to be, to to wallow in it, you know, I mean, I'm with, <laughs> I'll say, with my new meds and just the way I'm starting to think about stuff, you know, I'm like, I find that I've spent a lot of time wallowing as it is in other personal things, I don't need that to be played out on television for me. Yeah. Um, see, that's why I don't watch that college in yard. <laughs> I'm serious, because, I mean, that kind of stuff, that, I mean, that's just terrible. It's child abuse. I don't want to watch that. I want to see the children be abused by their parents, and then they're going to grow up to be terrible people. I, yeah, I, I yeah, I know. We, we, <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I watch that, and I'm like, that is terribly depressing. It's, it is, but I think that for whatever reason, I turn off a part of my brain when I watch it, that I'm like, you know, I look at it from the sense of, man, these parents are messed up. Man, these kids are messed up. <laughs> yeah, just and, and, you know, to a, to a degree, that's why I don't watch the Kardashians either. I like you know, I watched the first episode. I remember way back when of the, the Kardashians before they were Kardashians. The uh, uh, the Simple Life, because you know, Paris Hilton was very much the the template for this Kardashian uh, celebrity. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and I watched mm-hmm. that, and there were a couple moments that I kind of kind of chuckled at, but overall, I was like, you know, these two girls are so stupid. <laughs> well, they're so stupid. See, I've never and seen yet, an episode, a full episode and yet, of that. You know, they're they're rich because we want to watch them be stupid. That's terribly depressing. I don't yeah. want to watch the Kardashians. They, they seem so trashy. And, and they yet, don't to me. I don't know what it is. Your money. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I I really really like watching they seem the Kardashians. So trashy. Mm. Even the stuff with Kanye. Well, and mm. her being a baby mama and. The rest of his family go, oh, yeah, he's, uh, I've never met him. Or, you know, he's hardly ever here. And, and, and then her mama, you know, is selling pictures of them together. And that is so trashy. If, if I told you that was happening with a family here in Millageville, you'd be like, you know, they need to just shut down the <laughs> But, I mean, I think some of that in. stuff is just, is, um, is rumor. Not all of that is Even is before fact. she had the show, I think, how did she become famous? So that's sex tape. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I I like them only because I and it's I guess it's kind of scary, but I see myself in some of the some of those I guess characters, yeah. um, you know, in Cam and Courtney and Chloe and stuff like that. And I do think it's funny or interesting. Like I appreciate how open they are in front of the ca- the cameras, like. When you watch certain things, you're like, yeah, there is no way they could have, like, staged that or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm like, y- you would be seriously embarrassed by stuff that you see on there. Because Kay and I watched an episode yesterday because the new season of Keeping of the, oh, with the Kardashians has started. And the episode or portions of it dealt with Scott and Courtney. And they... um Scott decides he's interested in um, backdoor activities, and and um, Courtney is basically like, I don't think so, and so she called, you know, she's like, well, then you know how about this? If you want to do it, let me do it to you. Yeah, and no, that just makes it seem fake to me. Well, it was I mean, what, it, what what person knowing they're being reported is going to bring up that conversation. I think that after a while, I mean, they've said it before too, that you just, you know, you live your life and you you start to become accustomed to there being other people there with cameras there. I don't know. It's, it's my guilty pleasure. I, no, I know no, it is. That's your guilty pleasure? I love watching that. that but, I mean, among other I mean, things. You make, yeah, I was going to say, you make it sound like, oh, that's my guilty pleasure. I mean, no, you know I, that. I, I think if you have a thousand guilty pleasures, no, no. then the, you're You can lump it all into one. Reality TV. 
you know, how about and that? Look, I can't talk bad about your Braxton family badge, so I don't even know what that is. I, I see it, like, something I've never flipped over there. Yeah. I know you talk about it. I don't, I don't know. That's not the same thing. It's just, you know, yeah. following the Braxtons instead of Kardashians. I think you made some reference to Tony Braxton. She's involved. Right. In yeah. Yeah, it's her and her <laughs> sisters. I didn't um, even realize that she was still... She's still relevant, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's still relevant, and I mean, you know, I mean, not in the same music? way. She still makes music. Like, she's doing. Mo- it, she's done a movie. Is it like genre music, or is it like actually like on top forty? I never hear. Um, no. I mean, it's supposedly top forties, but yeah, she's. It's, it's genre. Well, I mean, it's not like oh, she's doing gospel now or anything like that. Well, but no, she's but fighting I mean, it's, with. It's on. It's like it's like you know. Barry Manlow is not relevant anymore. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say everybody knows who he is. Oh, and his last album hit number one on the adult contemporary piano bullshit you know, mm-hmm. chart. <laughs> but he's not really relevant. You know? Okay, so I well, imagine like, she's on the, like, R&B soul chart. Something, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, you know, her sister is becoming, one of her sister, sisters is becoming more relevant because she she's the youngest sister. And she has all, she's been wanting a solo career. She kind of was working along that way and then things changed. And like she's met, her husband is um, Lady Gaga's manager. And um, okay. Vincent Hubert or something. Anyway, um, so she's become, she's picking up steam and people are starting to, um, she has had stuff on the main charts actually. She was number one on iTunes um, for. I think a week or two, a couple of months back. Hmm. Um, What's your name? Tamar Braxton. But, um, so anyway, I mean, so yeah, I do watch that show. Yeah. Um, she's, she's, um, becoming more relevant. Um, but I watched it originally because I was like, Oh, you know, I enjoyed Tony Braxton. Of course that was how they sold the show. Um, when it first started two or three seasons ago. Um, T A M A R. Okay. (laughs) Um, so I've enjoyed watching that. And so I will say, yes, reality TV clearly is my guilty pleasure because, you know, I, I watch Celebrity Apprentice and the Braxtons and the Kardashians. Um, oh, wow. There was actually a group called the Braxtons. Yep. They, they started off as a group and then they signed, essentially they signed Tony. Um, instead of the whole group, they, the, the group did do an album, which I downloaded. I think I only kept maybe one track off of it, but Tamar is now the baby, the baby is now becoming more relevant. She, um, she has her catchphrases and stuff like that. And, you know, but so yes, going back to Game of Thrones, watch it, don't watch it, whatever, but I'm done watching it after Sunday because I, you know, I can't just, you know, the, this episode, I can't just stop and be like, oh, okay, with one episode left. In Since you released a single called Love and War, yep. it's, re- it's top really the iTunes charts, mm-hmm. which is number one in the United States. Yep. I'll have you listen to it. I mean, you know. Yeah, Maybe during that time you weren't, you didn't see that, that, um, cause I know you weekly will look. Well, yeah, I always look, but I mean, it could be that I, I hit, you know, the play button, listen to about five seconds and, then and then stopped it and moved on yeah. to something else. You know, but. Yeah, I do have it. So, um, anywho, what, what else is going on with you? Um, I saw you posted yesterday an article, uh, article, um, or a post on your website about Felix from Orphan Black. Which I love. Yeah, the the season finale was last week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, I love that show. I can't believe they're going to make me wait a, almost a year for the second. Um, well, I told you, I'm concerned. I hope it doesn't turn into Heroes, where it's like, man, this was an awesome season, and then they take it somewhere stupid the next season. Well, and I think it's possible. I think part of the reason why there's that long delay is um, they weren't sure if they would get renewed for a second season. And so I'm sure everybody's, you know, now they've got to get the whole gang back together. And, you know, they didn't already have plans. Because I think, you know, like when, when Dexter season six ended, they knew, okay, well, you know, four months from now we're going to get back together and everything's going to be in place and we're going to go to the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this, you know, they'll go back and stuff. And hopefully, um, mm-hmm. hopefully the second season is, is high quality. Well, and, and I think about that more and more with shows that, because I'm assuming that it's even more difficult now to get a show 
on the air. And so I think that sometimes it's like you put all your really great stuff into it thinking it's going to be one season. And then when you get picked up, it's like, oh. And so, you know, it's like all those creative juices went yeah. into that. And so I feel that way about um, House of Cards, which I know you haven't watched yet, but um, it's a Netflix original series um, with um, Kevin Spacey. I look at that one first season and I'm like, wow, it was so well written, all that. Even with Newsroom, I'm very curious as to where they take it after yeah. that. I know um, Netflix is, you know, they, they, they've become the new target for um, Amazon. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Amazon took away from Netflix all of the Viacom shows, so like uh, SpongeBob and Dora the Explorer and all that stuff is now no longer on Netflix. And uh, it's all exclusive to Amazon Prime. Yep. And, oh, uh, they have been, I mean, it's almost, it feels almost like daily there's a big announcement on their yeah. main page about, oh, we have exclusive blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I know that Apple is even buying for, like, on the flip side of um, um, television programming, music. I was reading an article yesterday about how Apple's iRadio is still there. They're trying to finagle their way in to take market share away from Pandora and Spotify and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, what I was reading was they were saying, you know, Netflix is very popular, but that, um, you know, the problem with going head to head with Amazon is Amazon is quite willing to lose money. Mm-hmm. Because they that's, can. That's part of their, their, Absolutely. their business strategy is to, they're willing to lose money month after month after month in order to, because, I mean, look at, like, in the past, look at the whole, uh, the Kindle, you know? Uh, the Kindle for a while there, or just even Amazon's place in that market, in the ebook market and stuff, it just kind of felt like, oh, you know, yeah, this is just, you know. But at this point, I mean, they picked back, they gained market share again. They're coming mm-hmm. back stronger. They're coming out with different versions of oh, yeah, it I mean, and, when the and, fire came out it, you know, the it, nook is hanging in there barely barely <clears throat> well i mean <laughs> you know it's 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 a fairly successful product but it's no longer um a war between um the kindle and the nook I no mean, there's it is an obvious distance between them. i mean they the nook has it's it's um there's some features in it that are really great, and it's clearly exclusive to that. Because I think one of the really cool things they had touted was, like, with children's books and yeah. that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, if you're talking about mass market, you're going to get either a Kindle or you're going to use your iPad to, to read it or your... Um, um, I mean, I know people who love the book, and that's their thing, and... But not everything is available. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not but, the yeah, same. I mean, the thing the thing that sells the the, the Kindle is Amazon. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an Amazon account. You might as well just go ahead and have one account. You can get everything you want. And that's true. I mean, at this point, you can't. You know, I mean, it's so easy. It's Amazon to me is almost like Facebook, where you get on there and you kind of start to get sucked in, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I can do this, and then you know, you click and you buy it, and then you you know you move on and. Yeah, with Prime, I've really enjoyed my membership. Um, I certainly have enjoyed the, the shipping aspects of yeah, it, too. Yeah, that's really well and, best, um, You know, I haven't utilized the, the library side of being able to download what, a book for free or... Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done The lending library yeah. thing or whatever. I haven't done that yet. But as a whole, it's been really awesome. And I, I have to commend Amazon for, you know, there was a period in there where it felt like they were losing their way. They had to redefine who they were and had to get themselves back out there again. But, I mean, you know, I, I'm like, you can't, I can't think of a world without Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, for me, it's like Why Apple and Amazon. And they're, they're, they're like these mega, I know, these mega giants in, in, um, in that type of world, and I, I like the convenience of conveniences of both of them. Um, and I, but on the flip side of that, I do realize that as they get bigger and get more power, then you know it's like you know power corrupts. And I know that recently there's been the issue with um, Apple is in court with the whole um, ebook pricing fix or whatever they were discussing. Um, I have not followed all the details on that, which I do need to, but, um, you know, the bigger you are, 
the, the more attention you're going to draw to yourself and the more difficult it is for other companies to realistically buy for um, a place in the market. So, um, you know, I have my Kindle app. I don't, I actually honestly prefer reading iBooks to Kindles. That's just me. Um, but, but yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I still make the books. Um, well, I was making fun of Jared too, because yeah, he's still, I was like, oh, are you and Barry in your books? Because yeah, he um, was getting ready to leave one day this week and he, you know, grabbed up the book he was reading and stuff and I just started to chuckle and yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I'm just it's, hey, it, it, um, you know the only the only time really I, I read on the, uh, the Kindle now is if there's something like if there's a new pulp thing and I don't want to pay you know twenty bucks for it and I'm interested in reading it I might download it for three ninety nine or if I'm going to like a director's meeting or something I'm already carrying my bag and all that stuff and so I just take the the, the Kindle the lighter like uh, the last director's meeting I, that's why I ended up reading. Uh, Inferno by Dan Brown because it came out the same day the meeting started so I was like well I'll just take Kindle download and yeah, yeah. read this today um, but then I haven't read anything on the thing since then real books you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. so anything else going on um, um, any big plans for the weekend or well it's the Daylily Festival in Gray mm-hmm. so um you know, I might um, might go to something like that if the weather's okay. They're gonna have bands and you know some antique dealers and all that kind of stuff. Because I know it is a tropical storm. Andre is it right now? Yeah, I saw it on the news today as to why we're getting this kind of um, crappy weather. Is yeah. that there's a new tro- there's a tropical storm. I think it's the first named one of the season, um, but. Um, my plans for the weekend, I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to go see my parents this weekend. Kenrick's, Kenrick's weekend schedule is always so weird um, that, you know, I enjoy if we're both able to go up there and stuff. And so, I don't know, we might go up there um, at some point this weekend. If not, then I'm going to just kind of be um, hopefully doing some stuff around the house like I've done this this past weekend with doing uh, laundry and doing some other stuff in the office. I'm getting stuff together, of course, for to donate to the library for the upcoming library fair. So, um, the, in the flea market area. So, those types of things. I'm just, um, I uh, just finished reading the Shadow novel and um, read uh, Green Lantern number twenty last night, which is the. Uh, Really double, triple sized uh, finale to Jeff Johns' run on the character. He's been writing it since like 2004. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really good, and uh, I'm definitely going to miss his take on the character. He's, uh, I think, hands down the greatest Green Lantern writer they've ever had. And uh, so I'm going to miss that. Yeah. Really, really good finale to his run. Okay. And, uh,. I'm going back and forth between writing on a Great Digger Volume 2 and I just grave on 5. Um, I just finished briefing I just grave Volume 3. That's supposed to be out, I think, around June 19th. Um, and I sent in a Weird West story to Mechanoid Press uh, late last week. And, uh, they tweeted that they had just read a fantastic story from Barry's. <laughs> so I assume they liked it. Uh, they didn't get back to me. Oh, coming up um, is our one of our favorite shows, uh, Big Brother, is going to be coming out again. Um, it was very, very lame, their whole big announcement, just yeah. being, you know, you get a discounted price for signing up now for the, the live feeds, but... Um, they announced that yesterday or today, they're going to have a photo booth in the house. Yeah, it was... To, uh, yeah. yeah, I did see that yeah. today. Yeah, I think they posted it today. I know. I <laughs> Um, you know, I, I mean, it's like a big, big, you know, announcement where we have a fish tank. I, um, <laughs> okay. I think that obviously they're just, it's funny because I'm like, you know, there are people like 
us who were like, well, we're just, we're fans. We're going to yeah. keep watching it. So th- these little cheesy things that they try to, I guess, I don't know, like hype it up or yeah. maybe get other people interested. I'm like, this is like Big Brother 15. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're not on board by now, I don't know if you're realistically going to short of them doing like, um, another all-star season or celebrity season, which would be really like awesome. Celebrity season. That would be um, really cool. I, I don't want to see another season where it's half new people and half old people. I think that that's a crutch. Um, I'm beginning to agree with you on that. Yeah, and I was like going to bring that up. This last season of Survivor was a fan versus favorite season. Yeah, which is like fan and versus favorite 22. I, <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, um... It inevitably, um, you know, in these types of cases, it's skewed more towards, I mean, the, the favorite or, you know, the returning player has a better chance of winning than a newbie. I mean, that's just how it is. The newbies are starstruck or they don't want to do anything major to get out this, you know, these players in the game. And, um, and you know, look, last year on Big Brother, I, I enjoyed that season. Mm-hmm. And it had returning people. But I, I just think it's a bad idea to do it so too often. You go back to that well too often and it loses its impact. Because, I mean, even this past season of Survivor that, you know, just wrapped up, it was a, a favorite to win. The finals were, um, I believe they were favorites in the finals. There wasn't any... And Big Brother was one newbie and one favorite. Yeah, so, I mean, and again, hands down, the, the returning player will, even though early in the season, everyone's all like, you know, we've got to get out these old, you know, the returning players, and then they succumb to, you know, oh my gosh, it's such, I'm playing against, you know, Will, or well, I'm playing people against... people never stick together. No, no. They become, so, somebody breaks off, and they're like, oh, you know, I want to yeah. believe what the, you know, the favorite says, and, you know, it, Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like when, they, like you said, if they do it rarely, it's pretty cool. But to do it, I think with Survivor, it was, I mean, it was less than three, four seasons apart that they did. The it's like I love Janelle. Thing. But Janelle's been on there like, what, three, three times, times now? Think, and this yeah. last time, you could tell, even for her, she was bored. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I mean, there's still a couple, you know, like my only... The only person I've ever really wanted to see come back, of course, is Will, and he's never coming back, or at least Dr. Will, because there's been other Wills on the show, but um, I'm curious about this season. I hope that there is um, there's some memorable characters. I'm assuming, I, I don't, do they announce the cast already? No, not that Because okay. I'm like, I'm assuming that they'll have their token black, their to- token gay, their, you know, or combination of the two. Um... And I hope that they don't have any really seriously crazy people. I, I Although it's interesting to watch, but more sexy people. Okay. Um, yeah. And what I mean by this, because last season, I mean, there's a little bit of romance with the crazy girl who was like stalking that dude, mm-hmm. but not much. It was a really tame cast. I mean, they didn't have too many wild parties. Nobody was running naked and that kind of stuff. And I just think that makes it more interesting. Because you know. what was this? What was the name of that girl that season? K, I think it was a K or C H name. Charisma, Carissa. I don't know where she went. Just batshit yeah. nuts. That was interesting. Like I said, you know, to yeah, have I think some crazy extreme person is is pretty interesting. But because <laughs> yeah. even with this season, this past season on Survivor, one of the returning players was Brandon Brandon Hans, who is um Jesus. I, just totally lost it. Russell's um, nephew. He went, he seriously yeah. went crazy this yeah. season. And I mean, he went, he was throwing out the rice, he yeah. was doing those types of things. And I mean, just but, the turmoil yeah, it caused. He, he was very cool, but after he left, mm-hmm. I mean, it was really, I mean, there was, it was a good season, but there have been seasons where people were like, you know, putting knives to each other's mm-hmm. throat. And, you know, we're carrying on, like, romantic relationships with, like, two people in the house at the same time. <laughs> and people were actually having sex in the house and all that kind of stuff, you know? And last season, it seemed much more just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that to and keep like me interested. Yeah. I'm not saying to keep me interested in watching Survivor, I mean, or Big Brother. Yeah, watch it. That it has to be extremely salacious. No. But those moments are just, better yet, even if you don't have those moments... 
some of the really great stuff is when these people form these types of alliances and the things that they do within that alliance and how they play people yeah. and that kind of thing. Those types of things are extremely interesting to me. Um, even without the, the salaciousness of someone actually losing their mind and yeah. peeing on something or doing something oh, really crazy. Right. It, it is, but I don't have to have to have it if there's enough of the other stuff going on. I yeah. don't like, like, I don't care for the Zingbot. I've never cared for the Zingbot, but the Pandora's box thing, I think they should, like, maybe stop or something. Because it's, well, they, they to me, it's predictable. It yeah. yeah, it's like, you know that if it's, it's kind of like, oh, if it's a good one now, don't take it the next time. Because, yeah. you know, it's, so it's it's that kind of thing. I do like how Big Brother has started to make the audience more a part of the show by being able well, to vote like on to, certain I'd like things. to see another um, America's player. Um, that would be interesting. In fact, I think it would be interesting to have four America's players. None of them know about each other. They all oh, think, they all think they're the America's, America's player. player. Yeah. And, and, you know, and actually have them really... You know, screwing stuff up in the house. You know? That would be really awesome. You know, like I said, that's the you, one. You get five hundred dollars for throwing away every girl's um, maxi pad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just stupid. Yeah, stuff. something. You know, and, and they would just see it in the trash. You know, they could get it back. I don't care. But you know, people would be pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want to see. Well, you know, so <laughs> keep saying Survivor. Big Brother is the one reality TV show or whatever that I'm like, oh, I, that would be fun to play, um, that I'd be yeah, willing I would, to do. Yeah. Um, I can do Survivors. There's no way. I mean, there's too much discomfort in being outside yeah. and getting but eaten at least, alive. At least, you know, then it's only 39 days. I mean, I, I couldn't do Big Brother because I mean, it's like three months. Well, I mean, assuming you last that long in that Yeah, house. but, I mean, three months is a long time. Three months away from your job. Three months from your family. Um, that's a long time. I do think it's interesting, even now, when I watch Survivor. And, yeah, like you said, you're only really away from your family like a month or so. Yeah. And just the amount of, like, how people really just... Fall apart. Yeah, when they see their family. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, you just saw these people a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? I don't know. I... Maybe I just take it for granted because I'm like, I talk to my parent, my mom at least, you know, once, if not more a week and that kind of thing. But it's just so weird to me to think that, okay, really, it's just a couple weeks without them. Yeah. Why are you, like, loving on them as if you're seeing them for the first time in, like, a year or two or, I don't know. They say, think, you know, that, that the game does crazy stuff to you in your mind. Yeah. In the, in the case of, like, Survivor where you're... I mean, you're on a. I mean, they're I mean, I, I see Julian Daphne like, oh my god, you're so big. <laughs> you know, I, I'm in tears after fun. <laughs> you know. But no, I think that Big Brother would be kind of fun. I say that I would play it, but then realistically, I, I wouldn't because I'm so OCD about stuff. I don't like living with other people. Well, I mean, you, still your, your strategy would be you'd be the person who cleans. No, I don't like to clean up after people's mess. Yeah, see, see, see. Yeah, that, no, that I would be that it. would be an outlet for your OCD. No, but and, you know and sometimes me. Sometimes they those people stick around for a while. Remember, there's a whole one season where it was a Nicole or whatever. Mm-hmm. She stuck around a whole season because nobody else wanted to clean. But no, you know me. Like I'll clean, but then I make the mistake of turning around and bitching about it. Yeah, you know, yeah, and I couldn't do that. You know, I couldn't just clean and not say anything. You, you'd, you'd be out on the first day of Survivor anyway because you would try to read that. <laughs> you'd be the person saying, you know, no, 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 no. Look. Look, mm-hmm. turn the map this way, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd be like, you know, look, we need to build the shelter. Have yeah. you people never watched the show? Yeah. We need to build the shelter over here. And then they'd all go, yeah. Probably. Because you have to shut up for a second. So you have to just do work. But yeah, and then with, with Big Brother, yeah, kind of the whole, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to share a room with anybody. Because, you know, in that in that case, unless you're head of household or something, you're sharing. Yeah. And so people aren't as neat. As I am, you know, some people have their crap everywhere or they won't make their beds or, and I'm like, that kind of stuff like wears on me. I, I do to, to have that be your living space and it not be a place yeah. where you feel like you can be comfortable. Yeah. So theoretically I would play Big Brother, but actuality I would, I would probably, I would be the one of the ones to go crazy in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I would pick up smoking or something. <laughs> in the house just to you know try and calm myself but 
Um, but no, I'm looking forward to that, to this season of it. Um, a lot of the shows that I'm, you know, watching now, of course, are going off the air for the season. I'm lo- really, really looking forward to Dexter coming back for its last season. Yeah, I hate um, this last season. Yeah. It's falling on. I'm still enjoying it. I love last season. And I'm anxious, especially, like, you know, in these cases, kind of like even with, um, I believe, House and stuff, when you know you're going into your final season and that's a a set thing, it's much different than writing for, you know, like, oh, maybe it's last or whatever. So they were able to, I've been watching little bits and pieces here of, like, interviews with, with, um, like, I think on, on, what was it? it? There's a commercial about it that talks about the doctor, the character that comes in, yeah. this, that that's the main character this season, and how she interacts with Dexter, and so they were doing a little bit on that. And I'm like, you know, I'm so looking forward to them clearly really working out the intricacies of the season and how to maybe wrap things up. And I hope they don't kill him, but I don't know how to well, do it without. Well, yeah, she said that for people who watch this show, they're, when it ends, they're going to be really bereaved or whatever. And I'm like, well, I, of course I'm going to be sad about it because obviously the show is ending. But, yeah, I do hope that it at least gives a sense of closure that even if it's not an extremely happy ending, that it's one I can live with. Because there's been times with shows where it's like, you know, that was, it was almost like, why did I even watch the show for it to end in the way that it did? Yeah, I you know my, my dream ending for Dexter, my happy ending, <laughs> would be that he seemingly dies but he actually lives um, because he, he wants them all to think he's dead mm-hmm. so that his son can maybe be raised by Deb or raised with his you know uh, other kids you know the ones they mm-hmm. rarely mention right um, and have a normal life you know and then then you know I'd love for Dexter to run off with Hannah but I don't think that's going to happen I think that Hannah's <laughs> going to be a villain yeah. Um, but, um, because, man, she's, there's something about her that's just smoking. But anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, when we left her, she so, was still in prison, so. Oh, no, she escaped. No, she's on the loose. She left oh, the yeah, flower yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did forget. Okay. All right, so, um, my dream ending would be, you know, we all think he's dead. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe he dies in some heroic fashion, so everybody can remember like, some hero, you know. And then we fade the black and come back, and we see. He's in, like, San Francisco now or something. He's got, like, a porn mustache yeah. and long hair, and he's got a different name and all this kind of stuff. And we, we see him, you know, about to go off and kill somebody else. And then we would have an ending mm-hmm. to the old storyline, and yet we would know that, oh, our favorite serial killer is still out there. And then if they, <laughs> if they wanted to do a, a like reunion movie later on or mm-hmm. something, you have that option. Um, I would not kill that. I would not. I suspect they will. I think they really end up dead. And, I mean, and every time you talk about stuff like that, I met, I remember, I look back at some of the characters that he has, um, you know, killed himself. You know, specifically there was the old man where I think it was like he'd remember his killing spree when he was younger and he was one of the ones who inspired him, I guess, to do whatever. Yeah. Where he's an older man who's actually ended up coming to Florida to retire. Yeah. And, like, he, he's all, he's this old crotchety man, and, he, like, he goes into this um, self, um, self-storage self thing to go and relive, you know, I think what is he saves their teeth or something like that. And, you know, I kind of think about how Dexter wouldn't just, even though he was no longer killing people, that Dexter could just leave him alone and just, you know, leave it be that he goes and kills him. Yeah. So every time I think about Dexter possibly going off into the sunset kind of thing. Oh, yeah, he'd, had, he'd have to still be killing. I mean, I don't think you can, I don't think you can stop that. Uh, yeah, um, I don't, in his case, I don't think that it's yeah. been satisfied. Yeah. I, I would like to see, because cause sometimes, you know, his self-loathing gets old. I would like to see some sort of scenario whereby he starts to feel like he has a purpose or mm-hmm. a service to humanity. And you know, I think he goes he's off kind of struggled end, with that. Um, and at the end, he goes off and gleefully continues to kill. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, I'm this monster, blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, we've seen it over the seasons, him fight with that attempt in knowing if this is, you know, as far as, or justifying what he does and his relationship with his dad 
and all of that stuff. And well, it's getting kind of blurred, but I mean, originally, you know, his premise was, you know, that he was using his, his need to kill as a bit of an excuse too, but mm -hmm. um, he was killing the people who slipped through the cracks. He was killing the people that they couldn't pin it on, but everybody knew he was guilty. And then later on, of course, you have him, like, you know, withholding evidence. And you even have him, in some cases, you know, botching evidence mm -hmm. deliberately so he could go. That blurs the line. But you could look at it the before, you know, in the early conception, you could say, well, he's certainly not a hero, but you could say that he is carrying out justice. Mm -hmm. He's not carrying out the law, but he's carrying out justice. Because, yeah, for the most but part, he's now, killing now people. Yeah, for the most part, he's killing people that need to be killed. Um, but in, yeah, in it has been season, very... he's killed people just because yeah. they're close to him. Yep, and that, that has been so very interesting yeah. when he does do kind of those, you know, when he has to like, oh my gosh, I have to do a quick kill kind of thing. Because, you know, Dexter's very meticulous and methodical with how he does it, how he tracks his prey and stuff. So when you see him go and like, boom, I gotta kill someone right, right now, has now, been cool. Now I told you my, my dream ending. This is how I think it's going to. Be. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going to get into the scenario about how he dies. I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking of that. Yeah. Yet. All right, but it's going to end. He is going to die. Mm -hmm. And then maybe at like the funeral or after the funeral or whatever, we're going to have uh, what's his name? Um, Harrison. Harrison. We're going to have Harrison standing there, and um, he's going to be looking around, and you're going to hear Dexter say, you know, you know, hey, sport, you know, and he's going to look over, and there's Dexter. And the ghost, mm -hmm. just the same way that Dexter always saw his dad, and we know, oh, see, Harrison's gonna, you know, yeah, and be a killer, and you know, he's gonna have Dexter's code. And see, I, I would not I want that ending, way. yeah, because I'm like, oh, that's that's predictable. I mean, yeah. it's like, oh, that's why I think that I do I'm think. Well, I think that if they do kill him, it would probably be like that it should be it should be his sister. I mean, it already looks like that she's gonna be going crazy this whole last season, but I think that it's her inability to handle what she knows now and how the part that she plays that will drive her to the point of you know, killing the person she loves the most or I something like she's that. She's already screwed up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, then it would end and they're like, oh great. You know, even though we don't have to see it, thankfully, she's gonna be just even more screwed up now. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to kill Deb because that that to me is cliche. I don't want him to kill Harrison because that's cliche. Yeah. You know, if they're going to kill somebody, it has to be Dexter. Although I think they'll kill him. But um, uh, yeah, one. I agree. One, if not both, have to die. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and look, yeah. I would love for them to go off to San Francisco and be happy and kill people together. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of thing, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. No, it's it, it, it's not. Um, but we do, of course, know just the, with the clips that they've shown that Harrison, that's a, a part of it. Like, I think he goes missing or something. And, and so I know that Dexter has long had a struggle with, you know, being a father and living with his, uh, you know, his affliction of having to kill people kind of thing. Um, Rita, um, that actress, mm -hmm. is uh, now one of the main characters on another show I watch, which is... Uh, uh, Not, not desolation, desperation. <laughs> Can't remember what it's called now. It's the the show on um, sci-fi. Oh, I have no idea. But, no, um, I don't watch. It's it's a good show. But yeah, that that whole relationship too was interesting. Him and Rita, and just even when I don't know, it's, there are things about the Dexter character that are just so so very interesting. Um, you know, to think that even. The possibility is that there are people out there who may think this way or feel this way, and um, just being—I've wondered what it really is like. Defiance. Okay, in it's terms of being a sociopath and right. stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I am looking forward to the season. Sad that it's ending. Um, I don't—I don't know if it'll be like. Well, I'll probably watch the ending when it happens because in. Unlike my um, my love of House, you didn't watch that show as well. So I was able to wait a while. Like, I waited a couple months, I think, before I even watched it. Because I guess I was not ready for it to end. So I'm like, I saved it. And I avoided any talk of it or knowing what happened until it was time. Whereas with Dexter, I don't, you know, I certainly won't be able to avoid that. Um, 
Yeah, Dexter comes back in the 30th, and on the 16th is True Blood. Really oh, yeah. Cool. See, you know, I don't watch that. If you watch True Blood, you love it. That show yeah. is so I'm good. good. Mm. Hey, see, you say that. Like, no, I don't watch stuff like that. No, I'm trust good. me, it is. I'm just saying I'm good. I have enough shows right now. Yeah. I'm but just you're, now you're dropping trying. one. I'm just now um, whittling away at a couple because I took a couple. Game of Thrones is not. Game of Thrones is much darker <laughs> than True Blood. True Blood is actually. Every episode has something that's just laugh out loud hilarious. And, uh, and it's, it can be sexy mm-hmm. without like being skeevy. Which is what Game of Thrones generally is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's a it's a to me a much better show. Um, and, I, and man, they left last season on uh, quite a cliffhanger. And I think this this season apparently is going to be like a, a war between humanity and the vampires, and that's going to be a mess. Yeah, no, I'm 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 right now consciously not trying to pick up any new shows. As much as you like Tyrion. Mm-hmm. There, I can think off the top of my head at least four characters on True Blood that I think you would like just as much as Tyrion. Mm. Everybody loves um, what Suki or whatever. Well, some people absolutely hate Suki and her romantic pooch. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the way somebody on the show described it. You know? Okay, her magic. No, it's it's here comes Suki and her magic pooch. But because um, everybody loves Suki, all the men do. You know? Yeah. But um, no, there's Lafayette. Mm-hmm. He, he's is he the gay one or he's the gay black okay. yeah he's a great character and um, Jessica uh, Bill's vampire daughter she's awesome um, I mean, there's so many great characters what season is this now four or five it's, I think it's it's fifth season oh okay um, yeah it's gotta be at least five yeah I recent just yesterday I finally deleted um, on my series manager, because you're only allowed 50 shows or 50 slots in there, I did finally remember to take out the following, which, I mean, I'm, had it not been for me seeing it in the list, I had fortunately forgotten all about that show having existed. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely not watching that next season. Yeah, so that starts six. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It, it might end up being one of those that, you know, it's like, I mean, that I end up picking up. Yeah. Just because. Because, I mean, you remember, I did that with Breaking Bad, which is about to finish up its its run. Um, I picked that up late and just watched them all on Netflix and, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, with True Blood, I might. I don't know. It's a great show. And, I mean, Sarah loves it. I mean, uh, she still has the same last season. I thought it was, you know, she kind of get on the ball. That's last weird. season was a big season. Yeah. And it might be. Like, it's because it's not on well, no, no, but that's just it. Like, even with Breaking yeah. Bad, I watched seasons one through four on Netflix. And then, of course, it doesn't have the last season. So then I went and paid for it over on my Amazon Prime. I think part of it is so. a, it's just a different mindset for um, younger people. Um, I like watching new shows as they come out. Mm-hmm. I, there's a part of me that enjoys having the week wait in between. But, but yeah, I, some grew up, I grew up with serialized fiction. Though. I mean, mm-hmm. I buy comics every month. I watch TV every week. You know, that kind of thing. And now, you know, I think a lot of people now, they're like, oh, I'd rather wait and just watch all 14 episodes at like one time. And I'm like, and sometimes that's fun, but it's different. It is different. And <clears> I mean, I am like that with some of the shows. Like I said, yeah. I've gone now and picked um, series that I'm like, okay, I'm going to just do a marathon session. So even like with this last season of Arrested Development, they were saying, you know, of course, all of that entire season was released on one day. And so some people did a marathon session and others are, you know, doing the whole I'm going to wait each week kind of thing. But I do like the ability to say, okay, I'm going to pick this series and not have to wait for, mm-hmm. you know, oh, well, the next episode, blah, 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 blah. But, um, but in the case of, like, even with Breaking Bad, now that I've seen all the ones, like, I did marathon watching, that now that I'm caught up, I do look forward to the, the episodic, you know, okay, this week, next week. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it's part of the reason why I think the NFL has become so popular as compared to hockey, basketball, baseball, and everything else. Um, all of those other sports require much more commitment to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they play, baseball sometimes will play seven games in seven days. You know, hockey has at least three or four games a week for each team. But the NFL, one game a week, then you have seven days in between. You have seven days to think about it, seven days to talk about it, seven days to argue about it, seven days to watch, you know, all kinds of stuff about it. 
Like said, it's a lot easier to keep up with. Yeah, yeah I think that's part of the reason yeah. why it's become the biggest sport in the United States, and um, and that's why I mean I, I feel that way about Triple H, for instance. I would much rather watch it in the week mm-hmm. because in between that episode, I guarantee you at least two or three times during that week, you know, Carrie and I will talk about that episode and say, "What do we? What do you think's going to happen?" Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas if we just sat there and watched five episodes in a row. I mean, you know what I mean? There's yeah, yeah, no, less no, time yeah, to yeah, yeah. think about it. And that kind of stuff, so. um, no, I, I get it. I get it. And again, I may, you know, really, maybe I will pick up True Blood, certainly now that I've dropped a, a, um, um, a series. But, um, and especially to, since True Blood, there's, I guess you could say there's enough in the cash. There's, you know, five seasons back yeah. there that in the watching, picking up season one and its entirety and looking at it and be like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'm going to continue. Or well, no, yeah, and I, and I can understand. Obviously, if you're picking up something that's old, mm-hmm. you know, there's no reason why you should watch it. Because you make yourself mm-hmm. week, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, I enjoy that with new shows. That's why I, would, I don't think I would ever be one of those people who, like, oh, I'm just not going to watch this season. I'm going to wait for it to come out and box it. You know. But, you know, I'm the type of person, I mean, you definitely know where it's like, I kind of like to know beforehand. So, like, in the cases of the series that I go back to watch, I at least know, oh, okay, this one is three years worth of, of shows. All right, yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely take a look at this one. Or knowing that people have, you know, have loved certain things or whatever, then I'll, like, with West Wing, I was like, okay, let me go ahead and watch them. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I might... Go, especially if it's on if it's on um, Netflix or even um, Amazon Prime, if it's one of the free ones like the first season, I'll probably I don't I'll maybe take a look at it. Um, so, um, I just uh, forwarded you an email. I didn't even stop reading my email a while back. No, I stopped reading your email on a certain topic. Yeah, now, even though it's an this incredibly week. important topic, it is it extremely might important. To your future. But you know that you know how emotionally <laughs> invested I get yeah. into so this I, stuff. So I haven't emailed you any of the, the discussion for the past few days, but I did email you this one because uh, I think you'll be interested in it because uh, somebody is arguing about the importance of the second uh, position or the importance of uh, assistant directors specifically. Exactly. Because they are important. Well, 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 you know, we're running a little long today, but I was even thinking today when I was driving in and we were talking about the fact that one of the plans with the state or being proposed by a director in the state is to get rid of the second paid position um, for, um, well, and it would more directly impact single counties, especially those whose population is not over 85,000, which in right. most cases they aren't. So you would get one state paid position for that county. Um, I was thinking, well, you know, because a lot of times we make decisions that are for the better good of the staff, not necessarily that would benefit us specifically, you know? Um, so I was like, well, you know, maybe it would be best if in the end, if it, if it had to happen that I was the one to go. But then I thought, oh, wait a second. I say that nobly, but realize, oh, well then he would have to find someone who would have to do benefits and someone else who would have to do you know all these other big tasks that essentially that i do would have to be farmed out to someone else who would either not have a clue or just i mean yeah i'm like oh well again this this is why you often feel like i'm gonna save the you know the people who've been around a while and the the far more versatile people well i mean you know i mean i've always felt yeah that you know you try and save the folks who if you can, mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't make any economic sense at all. You can't do it. Uh, in which case, I'll be with you. But, um, yeah, I think you save the people for whom this is a career. There are other people for whom this is a job. They need to go. I mean, in that, in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, somebody who has gone to the trouble of getting a degree, who has gone to the trouble of putting in 10 plus years, who are dedicated to this I think, you know, I'm going to try and save that person, regardless of their salary, over people who've been here for a year or two, and this is just a step along the way for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, to me, that's the, the thing you should try and do. Yeah, no, I, and it is. I just, you know, it's when it's in the realization of when you yeah. look at it for yourself, and you're like, okay, well, yeah, I feel like, oh, maybe it's best if I go financially, but maybe financially... 
it would help things, but as a whole, it would be the worst thing ever because. It's... Well, I mean, I, I think you know, if we had to do that that terrible scenario, we went down to five people uh, under that old plan. I mean, I think with those five people, we'd been much better off than we would have been if we kept uh, you know the director spot and then kept ten part time people. And on the one hand, <laughs> I mean, you know, on the one hand, I'm looking, you know, I'm dreading, I'm dreading the day that it's going to get to that because realistically it's going to get to that financially short of the the economy just picking up in the next year um but i have often thought about that five person or whatever scenario i'm like oh, sometimes it, it would just be so much easier yeah, yeah it does <laughs> yeah. It, it's sad but it really does because i'm like you know what yeah because i'd never have to worry about xyz of everything yeah. else because i'm like yeah this person would be doing this i know they can do that um, we would just, it would be a period of restructuring, which sometimes, although daunting and stuff, sometimes it's fun to think about, oh, okay, well, yeah. you know, less is more, what are we going to strip, what are, you know, what are we going to streamline, and Let's so. nine to four every day, Friday. There you go, you know, so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I mean, there, there are things that I, and of course, during that period, I have to think, of, um, not think about the individuals, yeah. rather than just the positions and stuff, but, um. Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, almost, it's like every time we sign out on the show, I, I'm like, yeah, hopefully we'll be around next week or whatever. And hopefully nobody important will listen to the show, and <laughs> yeah, we won't be here for the next episode. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.